This is CliffCentral.com. Hello, hello, hello. This is Beyond Ears and Eyes, you on Cliff Central, and I'm Shemaine Harris. And I'm Liesl Tom, and with us in studio is channeling therapist Lee Cater. <laughs> Don't forget our Duncan. How could I forget Duncan? Hey, Duncan. <laughs> Duncan, the producer. Duncan, the one who gets everything sorted. But before we go on, can I just give you some contact details? Um, we've got um, our number on 0861-555-189. Twitter is at cliffcentral.com. And then WeChat, Cliff Central. So send us a, ma- a message on WeChat or, uh, or call us sometime during the show. So... Lee, you're a channeling therapist, but the reason we called you in today is you also work a lot with angels. Yes, that's right. Tell me more. Well, um, I started about 12 to 13 years ago and developed uh, the skills to communicate with angels and really wanted to help other people do the same so they could feel better about themselves. Do they talk back to you? Yes, they do. So how do you know it's not the voices in your head? Okay, well, that's a, that's a really good question. <laughs> it is the voices in my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing is, I had to learn how to dis- differentiate between my voice and the voices that were giving me the answers I needed to questions I was asking. And I love teaching people how to do that. Mm-hmm. How did this start for you? Because you, you're also a medium. Yes, that's right. Um, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We get such great people on the show. <laughs> I mean, they diversify. And, and, and yeah, hopefully you'll be able to tell us something about that. Um, how did this all start for you speaking to angels, doing your therapy, and then being a medium as well? Uh, it started a long time ago. I had quite a few childhood experiences, which I forgot about. Um, started developing it around the age of 18, 19, uh, sort of. Well, playing with it, so to speak. Both the angel thing and the with um, energy, thing. Okay. Yeah, with energy, and realizing that I could communicate with um, with yeah, light beings. What was it like the first time? There wasn't it kind of like oh my oh 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 yeah, no. oh no 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 no. no. <laughs> I ran away from it at nineteen. Um, I really did. I ran away completely and switched it all off, uh-huh. um, and only got back into it about twelve, thirteen years ago now. So. Right. It was it was a little scary until I realized it's actually not that scary. <laughs> What's the difference for you um, knowing whether it's an angel or whether it's a spirit being who had passed on? Uh, you you feel it. Oh, you feel it? it. Yes, it's it's more a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually feel the energy of the person. You pick up their personality, how they felt, um, mm. and that sort of things, and it confirms a lot for you. Angels are, for me, a higher vibration, right. so they're more calm. They, yeah, they're warmer, more comforting. Right. So, so Lee, when when I was a kid, uh, the the grown ups used to tell us that when Omar died or when when Uncle Harry died, they became angels. Are dead people angels? I believe that some people are. Yes. 
I do. I believe that we, we change in frequency and we're here to, to do that energy wise, um, on a soul level. And I believe some people get to that vibration and they can. And I think that's where the, the saying comes from earth angels. <laughs> I was just going to, you know, that word just popped into my head when you said that. So, um, how do you know when someone is an earth angel? Uh, well, the same sort of feeling. If you meet someone and they give you that warm, comforting, mm-hmm. so you trust them. Uh, you feel comfortable in their space. And th- most what I've seen of the earth angels that I know are people who are prepared to help others mm-hmm. and that actually want to help others. I just want to interject here. We have a tweet here from that bitch Jane. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, what did you say? That what? <laughs> That's her Twitter handle. It says white people have angels and black people have ancestors and tokoloshis. Okay. Uh, that would honestly, it's for me, it's just a name. It's just a word that you use. Um, I believe that many different cultures will have different words for, for light beings. You can call them angels, light beings, uh, mm-hmm. helpers, ancestors. Um, honestly, that is it, each to their own, but they are sort of, Spirit energy that helps you And then the guides also come in between So um, who are the guides then? Guides for me What I picked up over the years Is that they're just a bit of a lower frequency And they give you a nudge in the right direction When you need a certain nudge Mm. So it can be just a slightly lower vibration Than an angel So uh, guides, who are they traditionally The way we understand them Who would they be If you, you know um, on the other frequency They they change Our yeah. guides don't stay permanently They come and go um, And when you need to learn certain things In my understanding It is that they come in when you need a certain lesson Or you, you are learning something about yourself mm. And then they change More frequently than angels do So Does everybody have a guardian angel and a guide or do we all have these uh, mini army how how many <laughs> give me numbers <laughs> well i come with an army so <laughs> um, um i've sort of figured out over the years and having spoken to them for the last couple of years asked questions because i was also a really big skeptic and i found out that we all have a guardian angel so we all have an angel that sticks around with us permanently um and as we go into sort of a, a life change or we've outgrown certain lessons that we've come here to learn, then a new guardian angel may step in. Um, but honestly, if you have a look at uh, most people have more than one angel, but they're not necessarily the one that's sticking around most of the time. So not all your angels are around you all the time? No. Okay. So but, they come one is always with you? Yes. And they have like a telepathic link to call <laughs> each other? Well, mm, that's, that's a very interesting <laughs> question. We're all linked. Um, I think if I could switch on all the frequencies in my head, it would be a lot of noise. <laughs> but the thing is that we, we are in a situation where energy is energy. So we link and one thought is all it takes. Any thought. And it's, it's, it's like the speed of light is like we talk on a cell phone. Mm-hmm. 
Is that why the, the, the word earth angel popped into Shemaine's head when yes, you were about to say it? It's yeah. all about frequency, darling. It's all about energy. And I can sense that Duncan has <laughs> questions. What are, what are your questions, Duncan? Are you, are you working with what Lee is saying here? What about the ancestral thing that, what's the bitch that hey, called that in? bitch Jane. That bitch Jane called in. Uh, what, what do you think of the, the fact that she says earth angel, I mean, I mean uh, ancestors, tokoloshes and angels are all the same thing? Uh, well, you just find that in the black community, you'll never hear them talking about angels, but they're always talking about amadluzi, which are your ancestors. But would you say it's the same thing, it's just that they have different names? I would say so, yes. Yes, absolutely. We've all, you know, we all call something slightly different. Um, and and from my Christian upbringing, angels are biblical beings, you know? Yes. Um, so... And it's a connection. It's that, that's how I can, it's, it's kind of like my faith. I'm with a certain faith because that's, I can interpret it, uh, to make sense for myself. You know, not yours is different. So you, because you make a different sense of what you've got. The, mm-hmm. Do you have to be of a certain faith to A, be helped by angels or B, believe in them? No, I don't think so. I think, um, we are all born with something out there. We know that there's something, there must be something. Um, and most people actually are taught that there's something greater than us, regardless of your type of faith. And f- I've just discovered that we all have something within us. We can m- magic. We all have magic. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> How do you teach people? How to uh, get in touch with their angels um, or the spirit beings around them? Because obviously yours is more than just the angels thing um, because you're a medium. Um, how, do you, how do you teach them uh, how to get in touch? And also not to, how to be uh, comfortable with, with uh, who's around you. Well, first of all, I, I tell people that your choices are the most important thing. So you have a choice of what you do and do not want in your space. And that's very important to remember because people are scared of what they don't understand. They are scared of this world that we so-called magic. Um, and it's not about that. It's mm-hmm. about trusting yourself. It's about a greater faith that you, that you can actually manifest miracles and magic if mm-hmm. you truly believe. So when, for me, teaching people is the most rewarding because what I'm doing is I'm giving you a package of saying there are different ways to communicate. Everybody is unique, mm-hmm. absolutely unique. So this is not about me. It's about what you can do and how you can tap into your own magic and your own intuition and literally go out there. Give us an example of, I want to see my angel. Okay. <laughs> Holla at you. <laughs> I only just feel them. Sometimes I feel like so many. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, but what if I go, I actually want to see what you look like, dude. So show me. How would oh, I go about it? That's a very interesting question. I never call him dude, though, because he's just so much love there. So the love there is just <laughs> immense. So no, um, dude. You, you know the saying, be careful what you ask for, yeah. because it comes true. Okay. If you do ask, it's exactly how I started. I started by staring at a white wall and asking them if I was supposed to do this kind of work to show themselves to me. And I stayed at a wall for a very long time until one day I started seeing things. Mm. Um, look, I've always seen things out of the corner of my eye when you, I'm mostly relaxed. You know, when you say you see things, it, it makes it sound bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> don't say you're seeing things. <laughs> Let's be specific. Okay. You, you see, you see energy. All right. So you see, you'll see an outline or a shape and they come in the color of the divine, which is a gold color. And that's how you start. You start by being able to see auras around people. Um, most people will come to you and say, no one's been given the words, but you know, there's a little sort of opaque um, shimmer around people. And no one's been told that that could be called an energy field or an aura. If you're a scientist, you call it an energy field. Um, but that is energy. And if you look at a, a hot tar road, and you see that shimmer, mm -hmm. it's also energy because it's heat. Mm -hmm. And we're all radiating heat, which is energy. That's a very nice analogy, you know, to go like, oh, it's, uh, it works the same. The, what's emanating from the tar that you can see is kind of like what happens with us as, as beings. But you just can't, you know, this is like just now we just need to put it into practice. <laughs> just, just, we can practice a bit later. And Elise, I want to ask you, Shemaine. Does or doesn't, I couldn't quite figure it out, girl, uh, call her angel dude. So my sense is whether, whether you actually use the word. Uh, no, 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 I win. Go, I'm sorry, Lee, we're just yes. going to go, but don't worry. <laughs> let's just get into no, 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 no. a domestic no, 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 here, no, the, Lisa. The, the, the thing yeah? is just, Jemaine, <laughs> my sense is that you perceive your God and angel. As a male. That energy as male. Uh, do angels come in male and female? Do you get? different sexes and and do the males only look after the females how does it work <laughs> not exactly like that i don't believe there's any sex of sorts uh, i do believe it's vibration is frequency so you have a male vibration and you have a feminine vibration and the feminine vibration is more of your emotional lighter um, vibration and male sort of uh, more of a logical, <laughs> let's put it that way. But you, you, you get a sense of it. If you feel that and you feel that it, you, you say he's a dude, then it's very possible that that's the frequency of your angel. Mm -hmm. Look, I've, I've seen both male and female. Um, so I'm not going to go into a long story. <laughs> um, but I suppose mainly, yes. And it could also be that it is because of the way I was taught. Um, because traditionally we taught that angels are male, um, you know, and, and, and Jesus uh, was a male and God is male. And so every... I don't know. Every, it's a patriarchal thing. <laughs> what else can I say? I've fallen for it and I'm living it. So my angels are mainly, um, no, no, but seriously, yeah. Um, I've, I've sensed mainly, um, male angel energy. Um, other than my guide, there's this, there's a specific one that's been there for a very long time and she's female. So, so, so there, there are two. One is male and one is female. And both are Eastern, that, which is which is kind of amazing. <laughs> so, anyway, on that note, let me give you some of <laughs> some of our details, our contact details. If you want to get in touch with us, with us, please call on oh eight six one triple five one eight nine. Twitter handle at cliffcentral.com. Um, WeChat Cliff Central. Oh, do get in touch with us. We with uh, Lee Cater, and she's the angel lady, but she's also talking to. She can also talk to the dearly departed. Um, so yeah, give us a call and or. Ask us a question. And you should know by now that beyond ears and eyes, we deal with all the weird and the wonderful, which is why we uh, kind of appropriated the X-Files as our intro. Lee, <laughs> um, so there are different levels of angels, a hierarchy. Have you met some of the like chief 
angels on top? Wow, yes, I have. <laughs> um, what I was shown about quite a few years ago was, as you said, the hierarchy on the other side. And for me, it's just vibration. It's a lower vibration. So you can have your souls, then your guides, then your angels, then your archangels, then your masters. And I must be very honest with you, when, an, when a master energy enters a room, when I'm busy with a client, the whole room just becomes this beautiful white mist and very calm and tranquil. So you definitely feel the presence of something, of a higher vibration. Uh, can you smell it? You can. You can. There are. You, you can communicate with your angels on with many different senses. So you can hear them. You can smell them. You can see, speak, hear. So yes. So the archangels, because this is something that really interests me. Um, you know, the story goes that Lucifer was an archangel who kind of got too big for his boots and then was kicked out. Um, <laughs> does that ring true for you? It would make sense in the, in, for me, honestly, the way I understood that was then the choice was different. So from, from a light vibration to possibly a lower, darker vibration. So you change, you have a choice, not only as a human, but on the other side, you have a choice of what you would like to, to be. Mm. Do you get in touch with darker or lower vibrations often? No, I choose not to. Okay, when I say, uh, <laughs> when, I, when I say get in touch, I didn't mean as in like phone them, kind of get in touch. I just meant like, do you see them? Do you go like, okay, that's not great. I'm walking away or, or do you see them on people and you go like, oops, uh, maybe I should tell them or, you know, or I'm going to just walk away. If, if I, I feel it mostly, as I, um, said to you earlier on, I choose what I want in my space. Mm-hmm. And if I do feel something that is not a great feeling and it's sort of more of a lower energy, uh, I ask it to leave and they leave. How can speaking to angels change our lives? How can it make it better? How can it make it more functional? For you, for everybody, for everybody, it's, it's a matter of faith, learning more faith in yourself and faith in the world around us that we have more help at us at hand. And when we are feeling lost and lonely, that we can have that kind of comfort and guidance that we never actually ever alone. But can you give us a practical example? Like say, Shemaine, today you're feeling like, I don't know, um, down because that's common. Yes. We normally ask we're for help feeling when really we're down. down. You know, okay. never really talk about when we're happy. We like when we're happy. Woo woo. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're down, how do I approach my angel? How do I approach my guide? How, or maybe the departed? You know. So yes. can you give me a practical example? A practical of what example. I can, that's, what I can do. That is what I teach in the workshops as well. Is how to ask for your signs, mm-hmm. and. I was also a very, very big skeptic when I started. So asking for signs to know that they're there, to feel the comfort is very important. So some people need physical signs Mm -hmm. and it will be something. So you just ask. You just have the thought in your head or you just ask for a sign. And that is normally when when you're not feeling so great to get a physical sign that everything's going to be okay. Mm Regardless of, for each person it will be different. And the other, the other sense that comes over we, over you when you ask them for the help is, is a sense of comfort and warmth. So that is, that's what you will experience in the moment. That's the confirmation, the, the, the the comfort and warmth. Yes. All right. And if you don't have it, oh my goodness. Well, then you'll get a sign or a bash over the head. (laughs) I like the bash over the head. No, no, I don't want bashes. Um, Guys, that bitch Jane is uh, asking, 
I'm, I'm going to break it up, Jane. Please forgive me. Uh, she's asking one long question, mm-hmm. um, but there's a piece there that really jumps out at me that's asking, where was Hitler's angel? Where are the baddies, guides, and angels? Don't they, like, bump them over the head? I think they have a purpose. We all have a purpose in life. And had he not had his purpose, we wouldn't have learned the things that we learned. We wouldn't have learned peace if we didn't have war. So it's everything is with balance. Okay. The rest of the question (laughs) is how does one become an angel? And will I be an angel? And for how long? Okay. Energy is forever. It's infinite. So as far as I know... I'll probably only know when I get to the other side as well. But it's infinite. So we continue to become an angel is about working on yourself. If you if you want light and love in your heart and that's something that you want to work towards for yourself, your your vibration will change. So can a person consciously work towards growing a pair of wings? <laughs> I believe they can, yes. Okay, well, it might sound like I'm making light of it, but aren't angels creatures with beautiful, fluffy, white wings? Uh, They they are for some people, honestly. How we see them or how we honestly interpret them is up to what we believe or our belief systems that we've grown up with. So could possibly a fairy be the same thing? No, fairy slightly smaller. Yeah, but isn't it just the condensed version of the big one with wings? Yes, it is. It is. It's a nature spirit, um, for lack of a better word. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now that bitch Jane is uh, on Twitter again. And if you want to ask a question of Lee Cater, send us a tweet at cliffcentral.com like that bitch Jane did again. And thanks for that, Jane. All this talk about angels got me thinking about my Demons, they obviously are real. Now, now, Lee, that is something that really bugged me about this whole angel thing too. Because if they are angels, um, it means the stories we were raised on as kids were possibly right, yeah. and it means that the bad guys who we were threatened with um, could also possibly be there. Your take. My my take in that is the the entire universe is made up of balance. We have a low energy, which is the demon, the, the word demon that you use is the lower, darker energy. And we have a lighter energy. And that's what creates balance. We can't have the one without the other. You can't have a shadow without a light. And f- for me, within that, it's about choosing. It's about choices that we make. And if you make the choices that you want, you actually choose the vibration you want to become. Just on a technical point there, you know, for me, a screen is a screen and a message is a message. Um, (laughs) But that bitch Jane is talking to us on WeChat. So if you want to join us on WeChat, our ID is Cliff Central. And if you want to send us a tweet, which uh, is something I'm a bit more familiar with. Uh, you can tweet us at Cliff Central Common. You can also phone us 0861-555-189. And after the show, you can download the podcast. Just uh, yeah, just go to the recent ones and then you can download that. So what uh, is a fallen angel? A fallen angel is, in, in my interpretation, just a change in vibration yet again. Mm-hmm. So they're a light energy and then they choose to, to be of a lower energy. I don't think that once you've found the light that you would actually want to go backwards, but I believe it's possible because we are ultimately given choices, everybody.
It's mm. a choice. Okay. There are some people who are saying that there are more angels on earth now than ever before. What do you make of that? We need a lot of help at the moment. There is chaos universally, and that is about change. We are in the middle of change everywhere. It's not one place or one country. It's it's the entire universe because we have changed in vibration since 2012 from a sort of a male energy vibration into a feminine energy, which is a little bit more chaotic because we need to be in touch with our emotions and how we feel mm-hmm. and to be ready for the changes that are taking place. So uh, I find it interesting. I don't know why I find it so interesting, but I can't <laughs> let this go because you're calling the feminine energy more chaotic. And I was sitting here and thinking softer, uh, more willing to negotiate, you know, and, 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 and that. And you going like more chaotic. I mean, I'm like just... More kudos for the boys. Come on. It is, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's not so much like that. <laughs> okay, I'm being facetious but, but, you know, Well, be- think about it. If you've lived in one energy your whole life and it suddenly changes, what is it going to cause? Mm-hmm. It's going to cause chaos. So we went from being very logical, controlling and understand, having to understand everything to a uh, uh, more intuitive energy, a uh, more emotional energy. So yes, it created chaos. It's not that the feminine energy is chaos. It's just created the chaos. Okay. So we're in a transitional phase. Is yes, that, that what that, That's means? what I believe. Yes. <laughs> Are angels sole purpose to assist humans? Not only. What are the other jobs or purposes well, the, the whole of the whole of the, the universe i believe there's more out there than just earth uh, we'd be Duncan silly to Q, think the x files yes <laughs> 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 i'm joking i'm joking uh, it's i think it's a vibration but the, the 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 angels that are with us at the moment on earth as you were saying just now is to help us all so yes we have but there there are other functions it's to keep the balance and in, in energy and around the world and do they have free will? I believe so. And also, yes. Mm. But they choose their jobs as we do. <laughs> mm. I have never looked at that or I've, I never gave that thought that angels had free will. Um, this m- might be, um, very arrogant because I always think that humans have free will, mm. you know, and that others go with, listen, I'm here to do my job, not to experiment or go on a journey of sorts. You know, I'm mm. not here to figure it out. I know it already. Those souls that's on earth, they're there for a specific reason. So therefore they get free will, <laughs> but we don't uh, per se, do you know? I, I understand what you're saying. Um, but I would... For me, uh, I, I mean, I think everybody's entitled to their own personal belief system, mm-hmm. but I believe if choice is one of the greatest things of everybody, um, it is for, for the entities, for the light beings, for the angels, for everybody and everything. I want to know why everyone always goes like, I'm speaking to Archangel Michael, I'm speaking to Archangel Gabriel. <laughs> it's always the same it's lot. Like you people know, I'm, I'm who- like, Uriel, I'm, I'm going, hello. What about the others? Don't, don't they work? It's like people <laughs> tell you about their past lives. Every bloody one I've met was Marie Antoinette. Where oh, were the servants? Or, or, the, or the Egyptian queen, you yes. know, Nefertiti or, or some, some... Why don't people speak... Why, why, why don't people remember their mediocre lives or speak to the um, uh, lesser angels? Or, or, or uh, why do just the higher <laughs> angels come? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of 
of nonsense is that? You know, what kind of uh, autocratic hierarchy is that? I I, I hear okay, what the you media say. spokespeople. I just got it. <laughs> No, please tell us. Is there is there is there truth to that, or is that people being fanciful and regarding themselves as more important? I hesitate no, to say. No, I wouldn't think so. Um, how I would understand it is that we've all been raised in a certain way, and with a certain belief system. And um, a lot. Some of the religions are about Archangel Michael. Um, he plays quite a big part in their upbringing. So that would be why they would want to lean on it because they understand it as a protective energy. Um, and the other thing is about saying, you know, you've been this or you've been that. It's, it's, it's an energy that you resonate with. There might be an aspect of that person <laughs> that you resonate with now. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you were that person. Um, it just means that you... That you resonate with that personality or with the type of person that that person was. Does that answer your question? Um, Liesl, does it answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just reading I'm, another question I'm, from the from the fifth person in this conversation. If we count Duncan, who's so very quiet, and that's <laughs> of course that bitch Jane, who says, and I'm going to Antonia. I hope I do it right, Jane. So. If we are vibrations ultimately, why the racism? Are they black and white vibrations? Oh, that's that's an interesting question. I I I don't think there there are black and white vibrations. There no. there are just. Do you know what? From my perspective, mm -hmm. we're all here to do the right thing or the wrong thing, and we have all decided um, uh, what our uh, what we're going to do So we choose to be racist There you go um, You know we, We're not born that way We choose to be hateful Towards somebody We choose to be mean We choose to be loving We choose to give So it's an It's a It's, a, it's, it's an a energy choice. thing Yeah it's a It's We all one isn't it? We, like you say, there's a, a whole continuum. We're all one. And, and that, that spirit energy of all of us, it, it gets diverted and so on. So I, then no, um, it's a cop out. Anyone who is, um, racist or mean, uh, or vindictive just because they can be, um, that's, that's just a cop out. That's just not wanting to deal with who you are ultimately. And who you are ultimately is an amazing being. Yes. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. All of us, and we all have choices, and we don't want to hear it, hey. And I mean, no. like, you don't want to hear it because, like, sometimes we do such bad things. <laughs> sometimes we are so mean, you know. And you go, "What happened?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I was so awful. Um, but I think it's great because that means we are able to then forgive someone else, or we have compassion with someone else because we've been there, we've done that. So it's a necessary thing for all of us to go through this whole gamut of who we are and who we are not so that we can work with one another. And ultimately actually make the choices of your heart and what you want to be or not want, don't want to be. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is, I think, the question she was asking there is to say, well, what do you want? What do you really want? Mm. What do you want, Lee? Me. That's a long list. <laughs> what do you want from your perspective? Because you in tune with energy that we normally would just go, uh, 
oh no, that that did not just happen, but we won't give it a second thought. <laughs> like a guy on the road who's angry and, and you go like, dude, you know, it would have just taken you one second, one second to just give me a bit of space there and everything would have been fine. And that guy is just mad as hell. What I want is to help, yes, help people make peace, but ultimately the wants of my heart, which is to, to do better at what I do. To be able to help people from a better place means I have to help myself first. Because if I can help myself first, I can ultimately help others. Mm-hmm. So if we take the analogy of a person in a car, just that one step further and bringing it back to angels, I've had experiences and I can remember one very, very vividly where I came so close to being in an accident that it was literally a sp- split millimeters. And in that moment, and I don't really believe in angels, I thought it must have been my guardian angel. Is that something that, uh, is that one of the ways they show us they're around? Yes, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people will tell you stories about how, especially with car accidents, how they suddenly saw a flash of light or the, a car that was about to hit them head on suddenly moved or swerved. And it, it was impossible. People will tell you about impossible things and miracles, literally miracles happening. And I have to believe that those are our angels protecting us because it isn't our time to have an accident or just to show us some people need to learn greater faith in that there is something that can protect you when you need it most. So how do you know when an angel is near, except for that near-death experiences? Uh, Do they sometimes come and play and show you signs that they're around? Yes, they do. There there is one thing that I teach in my workshop is about um, how many people can say they've heard their name being called and look around and there's no one there. And so many people can say this as a, as a child throughout life, they've heard their name being called. And that's our angel trying to communicate with us, literally trying to call us to tell us whatever we're going through at that moment, we're going to be okay. There are different ways. I can't say that it's any one way for one person because everybody has a different way of communicating. And they have a lot of people tell you they smell, they know the angels are around when they smell roses or when they smell jasmine, sweet, pleasant smells. Mm-hmm. And there are many different ways um, to communicate with your angels, and they show us in those ways. People get goosebumps down their neck. I was just going to ask, you know, what <laughs> about that feeling here between your shoulder blades that, you know, can be pleasant, but it can also be a slightly bit creepy? And that's a confirmation that whatever you were saying or hearing or thinking at the time was an important message. It was one, it was an aha moment. And to get that confirmation, you have the goosebumps. So in this serious dominion, I don't know if you've ever watched it, but I love it because it's, it's about angels, but it's very futuristic. I don't know. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Sorry. So in this series, the angels are... Waging war on the humans Okay There's a reason for it We don't have time Okay (laughs) Then what happens is As soon as a human gets caught by some of the lower angels They would then take over that human's body Is that something that can happen Or is this just fiction? Um, 
nonsense. I, I, I think it's fiction. <laughs> I really don't. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. No, I think to, that's to fiction. Think of it. Yeah, no, no. I, um, th- th- I mean, there are many cases that have been reported about people who have been possessed, so to speak. But um, and that is, it's just an energy. I don't believe an energy completely takes over. But that is, that's saying that our, our light workers, the beings that are there to help us change in vibration, ultimately we awesome if they took over, then we've done our job. <laughs> so no, I, honestly, I don't think that that, that I think they can be with us and around us. Um, but they wouldn't want to take over. Otherwise they wouldn't be of the more pleasant uh, vibration. Mm-hmm. Now these dark energies, these, these angels that have Lowered their vibration What's the purpose of that what, Why on earth Would anything That can be happy and light And beautiful want to Become more dense and Angry and aggressive that, That's an interesting question But as we said earlier on It's about choice And I don't believe that that is Mostly the case I think that is the very rare case um, because once you've understood and literally found and felt a light vibration, I don't think it's going to be very easy to want to choose the opposite. So it's, it is, it's possible. It is possible. I'm not going to say that anything isn't possible because everything is possible, but it is very hard to understand how they would want to, to choose to change. But we also need to remember that everything is about balance. So we need a certain amount of lower energy and a certain amount of higher energy. Can I ask you what happens uh, when you're about to leave the earth plane? Um, how do angels help with that transition? Because um, often you hear people saying, no, um, I saw the angel, you know, or mm. I'm seeing I'm seeing the angel. There's there's an angel. I can see you, but they they waiting. Um, you know, after after you after someone has died, often pe- people come and say, no, they said that they saw them. Yes. How do they help with that transition? I think they comfort us because it's a bit of a shocking transition to begin with. Uh, and how I understand that is we literally step out of our bodies. Mm-hmm. We literally just step up and step out. And we take, some people take longer, but there are a few days. Sometimes we, the, the timing is different for every soul, but we have a transition period of time where we take all our life's lessons and um, and then we go through those lessons and then we go into people will say we go into the light we mm-hmm. just literally change vibration and become a light being ourselves mm-hmm. so they are with us during that transition uh, and communicating with us explaining mm-hmm. you know we that's they're there to, to help us still yeah. even on the other side so you're saying it takes a, it takes a few days sometimes for, for the yeah, transition sometimes, yes. So, so I, I might miss my funeral. <laughs> if this takes a few days, I want to see my funeral. Uh, I think you'll be there. <laughs> Let's go back to the hierarchy. So you have the arch, archangels. What, what, what's below the archangels? The angels. Okay. So you have. It's honestly, it's just a vibration. It's just a vibration. So you want to go backwards and then, so you have the lower vibration. So there are more solid helpers, more grounding helpers. Yes, because I want to get to the guides again. There you go. Tell me about the guides. Are they people, 
Are they souls that were around you when you were alive? Are they your ancestors? They, they can be. Yes, they can be. Absolutely, especially if there's something that we needed to learn from them or there's something that we needed to understand about our own DNA or our ancestral history. Because nowadays we've got a lot of that going on with people trying to understand why they act or react the way they do, not understanding that a great-great-grandfather was in World War I or World War II. Um, and they have to learn about that, learn why they act and react the way they do. So, yes, they can be, to answer your question, they can be. But not necessarily, Amir. No, not necessarily, no. So how would a guide be assigned and how would an angel be assigned? Who decides? <laughs> I, I think we ask them when we're prepared to face certain things. Um, I honestly feel that we ask. And it's not that we sit down every day and say, I need so-and-so and so-and-so to help me out today. We can do because if you do, the help is available. You can ask. Uh, a lot of people don't ask for the help. They think, you know, we pray for everybody else, but we don't pray for ourselves. And then they do come along and help. But if we are in a certain place or transition, they come in because that's our next step. I like how you say that um, we have to ask and that they come in during a stage of transition. So does that mean if we do not ask, we don't get help? No, they will be there, but we don't ask them. But that's what I'm saying. So if I don't say, listen, dude, help. <laughs> you know, I need some help and Do they just like stand there and go like Okay you need to open your mouth I can't do nothing or I can't say anything What if the person hasn't heard that they need to ask for help Do you know what I mean Exactly I understand exactly what you're saying The thing is that they will help us It'll just take a little longer The mm -hmm. minute you actually connect to the help By asking What you've been struggling with for months on end Suddenly is a lot easier mm -hmm. So you will get there Ultimately, you will get to where you, your destination is, all the help you need. But it will, it, it, it'll, it'll be a lot quicker if they're on your side and you ask. Okay, so basically, we need to become conscious. We need to ask our angels to help us. Doesn't matter where we are. Doesn't matter how silly we think it is. Doesn't matter how big it is, or how, yeah. No. <laughs> Lee, you present workshops. Yes. When and where? How can people get in touch okay, with you? You can get in touch with me. I work with a group of therapists, so we're all on the website, uh, www.healthstyles.info. We're all there, and you can have a look at our calendar, which is on the front page, and you can have a look at the events that are coming up, and you just look out for angels, auras, and energy. Mm -hmm. That's the, the first one, and the second one is sacred connections, just taking what you learn in the first workshop just a little bit further. So what can I expect from this first workshop? Will I be seeing big white wings? Uh, I've been doing it for about three or four years now, giving the workshop, and I've had one person who hasn't been able to see. And as I said earlier on, it's unique for everybody. Nobody's wrong, and every, everybody has a different experience. Hmm. I just have to say, I am so sorry that you did not see any of our ancestors <laughs> Yeah, today. How do you know that? Uh, <laughs> we'll have to get you back again. If you want to send an email to Lee, it's l-e-i-g-h at healthstyles.info. This is Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. I'm Liesl Tom. Lee, thank you so much for being with us. I'm out of here. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Shemaine Harris. Till next time. Choice. Sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't. AutoTrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. 
Auto Trader New Car. The choice is yours. This is CliffCentral.com.